0: I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. This is great. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the portal with Terry Huberman. I'm so excited to bring you my next guest. I, um, his name is Brian Scott. Okay, so I'm I'm geeking out a bit, but I'm also super grateful to have Brian here. Brian is not only a motivational speaker, a coach, and a YouTuber, but he is an author of the book called The Reality Revolution: The Mind-Blowing Movement to Hack Reality. And on Facebook, he also runs the book, the, the group, The Reality Revolution. And I wanna welcome him. So, Brian, thank you so much for coming by. I am so happy to have you here just for a couple reasons. I just wanna say so, as a psychic and a medium, I'm in a community that's interesting. And I have personally have had an awakening in the end of 2019, 2020 in regards to like multidimensional realities and just reality in general. And so there's this really strangeness about how psychics and mediums kind of think and operate. And I feel, and this is my personal opinion, and I've had some interesting experiences with folks in my community. I've always been slightly, or maybe not slightly, but pretty vocal about like being more of the debunking kind of person, more pragmatic, more practical versus everything is paranormal and all of that, so. When I came across Transurfing Reality, that's how I found out about everybody and everything. Um, that was like my first foray. It was Karen Rontowski who kind of was like, hey, you got to check this out. And then she introduced me to, to Bootsy Greenwood. And so I've been chatting with him and just, you know, one thing after another thing, after another thing. And so that's how I found you. And I just I just appreciate everything that you do. I feel like you have a lot of integrity um, And just a really great point of view on everything. So I am, so, so I'm like so grateful to have you here. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Brian. Uh, where do we begin? Right, I feel like there's so much that we yeah. can begin with. Well,
1: first so, of all, I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of Karen because I'm from Wyoming. It's one, oh, of, okay. her, one of her best bits. <laughs>
0: her best bits. she yeah.
1: has to go to Wyoming, so <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. And and I, you and I are going through the same journey, the same things, learning about the same things. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun to talk about this stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm really excited. Cause I feel like, you know, you're, how do I say this? Like, there needs to be and i've really seen this and felt this a more practical pragmatic side to like the spiritual world and and i again like i said i've always been the kind of person that's like hold off hold off i come from a paranormal investigation background where the mm-hmm. idea is actually to debunk not to say this is paranormal right i can talk to dead people so weird so weird yeah. You know, I can help people guide them and, you know, potential, I always put it as potential timelines and possibilities. Everybody has their own free will and choice, but I do these things, you know, but now Mm -hmm. with this whole reality thing, I'm like, whoa, we are creators. So like us being made in the image of God is like true, but I don't quite get it. And I don't know. So right.
1: Well it's interesting my I come from a family that sort of talks shows the duality that you're going through like okay. my mom on my mom's side they would talk to the to the, the ancestors, grandpa, they would have these meetings, especially at funerals or get togethers. And they would talk, there were people in our family that would talk to the dead. My grandmother was a spiritualist and people would come just as to talk to, you know, in the same thing. And so I, and then on my dad's side, he's the veterinarian, the scientist, and she would be like, Brian, don't say anything to dad. He he can't know (laughs) about it. It was like a secret between on one side, because she knew that he couldn't handle it, you know, that she was, So uh, there is, it's, it's a part of us all. There's a part of us that is always doubting this, this thing that's happening. And it's really interesting. Um, I too have had psychic impressions and, and, and felt like I was speaking to the dead, but there is the dad part of me that is questioning it all the way through saying, it's just a part of your mind. And so I'm, I'm bringing that to the table with my podcast. I'm really, I'm, I'm both sides of it. And I believe that you can be both sides. You can have the awe and wonder and believe in this stuff. And then there's always that little voice that's saying maybe it's not true and this is what's going on and so I just I'm a big believer in gathering information and the more yeah. information I get I will I will if I'm ever telling anybody out there this is how it is yeah. this is the truth then stop listening to me. Yeah. I'm going to say this is what I know and then we have this additional information I'm going to bring this other stuff this is kind of what I believe but you know hey you know it could be different I know that in the end what I what it turns out to be Is going to be completely different than what I thought? And I can just live moment by moment with my experiences. And and you kind of get empirically an idea that this stuff is legitimate, that it is powerful. And I do try to talk about all the different perspectives of what it means and what's really happening. And I'm fascinated by it. I could talk forever about it forever
0: yeah. i know forever. i know and see <laughs> what I, I you know it's it's fascinating right because you get the folks who are just very woo woo i call it you know woo woo like so woo woo and they're mm-hmm. against the scientific community right the and super woo sci- right yeah <laughs> some of these people just don't understand that we are human and
1: humans. i respect I, I respect that because i'm that person too there's right. that person i'm that person the super woo woo i'm that person too
0: yeah <laughs> and then there's the scientific community that's like, right. fuck no, like hell no. But I think, you know, one of the things that stood out, I had the honor, I was so lucky to spend a week with Dr. Joe yes. um, last, or, what, what year are we in? Whatever, what, whenever the hell that was, some timeline ago.
1: And when your awakening happened right around then, I know you were talking about it on Facebook, you, you yeah. mentioned, and, and uh, I've had the same experiences with Dr. Joe. Yeah. Dr. Joe was a big part of the yeah. beginning of this this, yeah. this podcast. And what I'm doing would not be without Dr. Joe. And I, you know, I'm sad to admit, but some of my earlier meditations and stuff, I was directly stealing from him because he's so good, you can't help it. When you're in- how
0: can you not? Yeah,
1: when you're in a meditational space- and you want to talk about the void. How else can you do it? He does it so perfectly. He does it so uh, well. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he, yeah. he's a he's a master meditator, but he does bridge the gap between that's the science the and the woo-woo. My book tries to do that too. I yes. think that eventually everything that we're talking about that's super woo-woo will yeah. have a scientific explanation. Yeah. And it's just like Arthur Clarke said, that anything that appears to be advanced technology would appear to be magic to yeah. somebody that doesn't understand. Yeah. And so we just don't understand. There's so many levels to this. And it's really fun to think about it, to consider yeah. the possibilities about it. And I, and I'm open, my mind is open um, to all of it. So I,
0: I love that. And I'm just so grateful. You had said something one time and I was like, oh yeah, he's my people. It was, right. actually, it was somewhere, it was on, it was in the Facebook group, the Reality Revolution Facebook group group I said something about being a witch and you said well how can you not be a witch when you're doing this work and I was like oh my goodness right I mean I think a lot of
1: people are maybe dishonest or they start some of the people that are talking about this stuff may have explored yeah magic sorcery and the occult and and theosophy and all that old literature because we're trying to confront that we know in our heart we have some control of the universe around us, yeah. but we just, it, we want a better explanation. And and it's natural for us. We go to the Bible. Yeah, We learn I was about just prayer.
0: Say, yeah. It's
1: all in there. And the Bible is telling us that there's this magic Yeah, and the Bible, you know, it's like uh, perhaps it's Pandora's box or biting into the apple. Uh, but I think as we evolve and become more intelligent about this, it will move beyond the moral and spiritual implications into the scientific possibilities yeah. of what's happening. Yeah. And it's and uh, yeah.
0: I feel like because of the whole quantum mechanics and the whole quantum physics justifying what resonated within me and my right. ability to reach certain frequencies, I feel like it gave me sanity.
1: Yes. And part of that was my journey with my book. I. Um, I was talking to my dad. You know what I mean? I'm like, dad, this is, you know, my dad's gone right now, but there's a that voice in me that was saying, I need to explain this to someone like my dad so that he yes. doesn't think I'm crazy. Yeah. And I and I and I found the answers through Dr. Joe and my yes. own journey through um quantum physics. And then I can because am I insane? I've had experience, I talk about the book, of things that seemed like perhaps I had a post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, from yeah. from things that had happened. And sure. so but then I I needed to answer that question. Am I insane? Or is is there something to this? And when you really delve deeply into the physics, it is undeniable that there is something to this. There really is something to this. And clearly there's an entire field that is impossible to research, uh, that we don't know about. We may be able to research it sometime in the future. And, and that, and so I think that there is answers to this stuff out there. Um, but it's not going to come from science. In maybe in the future, but impossible for it's, things, certain things to be found through science.
0: It's. I feel like science eventually catches up to it and then explains right. it. And I think that you know that was the thing that I was left with with Dr. Joe. His quote is, "Science is the contemporary language of mysticism because until we know right. anything, you know, it's just awe."
1: But as Dr. Joe explains, we're in the Newtonian model right now, where we think everything works like the clock and cause and effect. effect. And and so the the scientist that's examining this is looking through a lens of the Newtonian model. And we really need to transcend that. The model that we're using in science has to be overcome. Yeah. Because it, it, it the universe does not work as we think it is. And when right. we move away from the non-linearity and start to look at cause and effect in a different way yeah. and understanding time and different dimensions and things like that, it, then it changes things. That's why Dr. Joe and his analysis is so enticing and interesting and, and helps me to believe like yeah. you.
0: Yeah. And what I think it does is it allows me, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but it allows me to understand my humanity more because there is an emotional and psychological aspect to all of this in regards to our feelings creating our vibrational frequencies. So it, you know, then I can kind of, because I call that earthwork and shadow work because a lot of what I do is I sort of prepare people to do the manifestation and creation right re- mm-hmm. reality creation right. right and you can't it is my belief and my experience and maybe it's different for you that until you learn how to manage your energy <laughs> it is more challenging to create reality so that's kind of what i do is i like prep people for that um right. when i do my coaching and my one-on-one I personally have found that anxiety is a really big factor in that in regards to without calming the anxiety, you can't access intuition and intuition is so huge when you're creating reality.
1: Right. And so the you, science proves that the yeah. science will say when we do meditation or hypnosis, yes. we're more susceptible and open in that, yeah. in that theta and alpha, low alpha state, when yeah. we're in that state, you can't have anxiety when your brain, if you have anxiety, your brain waves are going to click into beta and you're yeah. just, there's the field of intuition that's available. Yeah. So you're absolutely spot on. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, people say, hey, on your affirmation videos, Brian, why don't you just, just start saying the affirmations? And I say, no. I'm not going to start. Uh, yeah. you, if you're hearing them in anxiety, it's going to experience differently. Uh, every one of my meditations, I got to relax on some level. Yeah. And the you know, it's, I think it's super important. And, and a lot of times people forget that. Yeah. They get to an advanced level and they forget the yeah. importance of that simple process of relaxing ourselves, even because you've been through it a bunch of times, but yeah. it's critical. And, and especially in the world today, and it's so yeah. much to have anxiety for and it's a real lesson as w- i believe we're becoming more powerful we're getting yeah. more energy and we're seeing <laughs> our manifestations happen faster and the anxiety is still there so we're seeing uh, you know today is no is a uh, january 6th when we're yeah, doing when this we're anyway.
0: recording this we're this seeing our today.
1: anxieties yeah. in the world yeah. outside of us being on display people that have not controlled or understand the power of their mind and then it's just being displayed everywhere everybody's anxieties is inflated. It, yeah. It's been through the mm-hmm. summer with every protest movement, everything that happens, everything's inflated. So the anxiety is, I think the underlying part of it. it is part of the human condition. I, I still experience it all the time. I wake up anxious. Oh. I have anxious thoughts all the time. I have the most horrible, like I, I give up thoughts. And why would I think that like yeah. moments later? And I think that, it, that that I've come to grips with that Everybody's experiencing, nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Everybody's experiencing these debilitating, horrible, significant, anxious thoughts that are cutting us off from the flow of source. Yeah. And it's, I think that as our energies magnify, it's going to get worse. Yeah. So it's fundamentally important that we learn how to think scientifically and meditate properly for us to access what science is proving is a very powerful thing. And that is the quantum field and our and our intuitional access to it.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I, I was never growing up, I, I had learning disabilities. I mean, I was never officially diagnosed with it. So things like numbers and math and science, even though I love the concepts, I just, it just doesn't stick in my head. So when it came to learning some of this scientific aspect of it, it took me like a really long time to sort right. of ingest it. But then once I did, I was like, "Oh, it's which actually makes sense like, for you. I think it. that
1: your right brain, right. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to access your psychic abilities and your intuition, it's a right brain activity. Yeah. Um, and and so for most people, they're it's their left brain dominant. That's why they're not psychic. That's why they don't have, they can't talk to the dead. Once your right brain becomes super active. And so in your case, uh, that's probably part of it. You know, your left brain, you weren't using it as much because your right brain had become active, which is where your superpowers exist but we're learning how to balance these things. I think that it is. It's just like in the, in the transurfing material. material, he refers to the heart mind coordination, which is really the left right brain coordination as well. The brain's part that really coordinates with the heart is the right brain, but we've cut that connection off Mm -hmm. and just lived in this analytical world of the Newtonian cause and effect
0: and that's why i love like the heart math institute they're doing all of mm-hmm. this work on heart coherency and they're finding neurons in the heart
1: in the heart there's more brain bra- cells there's no, more the neurons heart. in the heart than in the brain yes so People that means, cons-
0: yeah. yeah sorry go we've ahead we've been
1: trained because so. our eyes are close to the yeah. brain we have been trained to think that that's the fundamental part of our mind right. our mind is the neurons in our whole body and we have more in our heart so we've been living in the in like the the small part of the hard drive that doesn't work as effectively with the with the with less hardware and the heart is where it's it's all at it's like the more advanced system with better operational software uh i mentioned a lot in my videos in in the group drunvala mokizadek and he talks about that that we can attract like in reality transurfing through the mind Mm -hmm. or the heart but when we do it through the mind we're battling everything the opposite will also be attracted to us because the mind is this this dualistic thing and so really going into the heart and creating from the heart everything happens perfectly Mm -hmm. that you don't see you you don't have the thing that you want and then the opposite come right after which is a lot of times what the mind is doing we're locked into this (laughs) dualistic thing yeah so
0: yeah it's the ego is a really powerful powerful thing that goes on there it and is. that's really kind of like
1: and yeah. I I bet you if we yeah. started talking about it we both couldn't define it properly no we have a probably. sort of concept of what ego means through right. um, how other people explained it or what it what it seems to be right. in reference to what it's not yeah. but I, I still you know I can't completely define what the ego is yeah. as I start to really consider what does that mean
0: yeah yeah you know? I just I mean I There's just, there's just so much to this. And I love that they're now fine. I I don't know. I'm sure it's been all along, you know, like there've been like Neville Goddard, all these things all along, but I feel like now there's just, just maybe the, I'm so angry at the media these days. (laughs) Right. But I feel like it's just out more in the media and just so it's more mainstream or it's becoming more accepted, which of course is part of the ascension and it's part of all of this. Right. So I'm, I am grateful that people are starting to come online. That's what I call it come online, you know? So, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's all just so, so fascinating, all of this. And I think what people get confused about and and I even just posted today, it's a pet peeve of mine, how people are bitching and complaining, how manifesting doesn't work. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and these are this is coming from spiritual people. And I'm like, come on, you're just not doing it right. There is, would you agree that there is a process or there is a way or tech or several techniques to create reality? It's not just hate. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I think that it's multiple operating systems that we have basically like a computer and there's, there's Microsoft, there's Apple there. And, 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 and also in, in Ascension. And that's why uh, there are multiple systems of Ascension. There's multiple systems of energy and they all seem to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so when somebody just focuses on one thing, I kind of feel like, Oh, well, You know, you're not being very open-minded. Sure, no problem.
1: (laughs) I need your permission to record so.
0: Oh, my permission? Yes. Wait, oh, on my end? You have to click on it. How do I do that? Because I'm recording mine, too. It's
1: it's to the left of the little record button. Okay. I think there's a little shield. Okay, yeah. Uh... It's recording now. Just do okay. me a favor and send me your copy because I'd love, to, I think this Absolutely. is Absolutely, like can just without edit a doubt. This part out. Yeah, sure. All right, we're good
0: to go. <laughs> Poor Benzie's got his work cut out for him.
1: <laughs> no, I do all the interviews. So. Oh, you
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, this is on my YouTube. This is going on I'll faux pas and everything because I don't- Oh,
1: we're on live right now? Yeah.
0: Oh, well, okay. we're not live. We're recording. Okay. It's not live. All right. <laughs> it's okay. Look at the reality we just created. I love it.
1: Right, it's yeah. fun so <laughs>
0: it's all good yeah all right. so so anyways I guess it doesn't even really matter I don't remember what I was saying so that's fine <laughs> um you know just a quick I do have a quick question for you yeah. I am curious about this because um when I had Owen on because I also interviewed Owen yeah. and um he was talking about in terms of like his process and all that he right. he's very strict with a morning routine do you have a morning routine like do you have something that like yeah, it's maybe? really interesting.
1: If you follow the podcast in the almost 100 interviews I've had, I I like to ask that question of everybody. Oh, I I'm a, I'm kind of a collector of routines. Oh, okay. I, I strongly believe if if I want to find the success of someone else, I yeah. I immediately as I learned a long time ago with NLP, I wanna know their entire routine. But if I had the chance, I would sit down with them and what time do you wake up? What's your first thought that you do? What do you do when you, when do you brush your teeth? Do you drink water? How, what do you eat for breakfast? When do you work out? I wanna know everything. So I am constantly adapting and shifting because I wanna have the perfect routine. I'm totally fascinated with morning routines because I do think that fundamentally they uh, are the key. Yeah. And you know, I I do believe uh, in exercising yeah. in the morning when I work out. When I wake up in the morning, because I think it uh, kind of gets my brain going. Yeah. And I I I do with whatever exercise. I also do uh, the five Tibetans in the morning after I work out, and it's an energy routine, sort of Qigong. I do a combination of uh, Qigong exercises I, I outline in my book. Then I meditate. Uh, you know, I I, I'm always experimenting. I haven't decided I've gone through phases where I fast in the morning and I go through phases where I eat oatmeal and, or or go through phases where I eat a big breakfast. I don't don't think I've come to like a conclusion of what the best is because, uh, but I'm always adapting, kind of writing it out and figuring out what I do. A, A really fundamental part that's helped me is when I wake up in the morning, I, uh, I learned this from Stephen Barnes. There's, there's a part of you that never left. There's a child that 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 kid that you never left. I, I try to get in touch with him when I wake up and I want to make sure I mean I'm am, am, am I okay? And if he's he's cool with me, then you know, I I I want to get in touch with that the the ancient child within me just for a moment, yeah. just for a moment. And I, and then um, you know, I, I kind of just get in touch base. I also before I get out of bed, I I look for where God is in my body. Sometimes I don't get the answer, but it's something I have learned. I look around. Okay. God's in my body. Where is he? And sometimes I'll know right away. I can feel a sensation. It's sort of like a, me trying to contact that divine part of me. And as I've done this practice, it's opened up and my energy has changed a little bit more as I do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but the, but I have found, as I discuss in the book that quantum jumping meditation reality creation is an energy based system like yeah. you say and the way that we can free it, it's uh when you look on a quantum level at quantum particles jumping yeah i, I they there's a burst of energy it doesn't just there's they don't slide over there's a burst of energy so anything that i want to activate beyond understanding my mind i might meditate silently
0: right
1: um and and i've gone through phases i talk about in my aura system that I talked about uh, where I was meditating three times a day.
0: And yeah. I've tried that
1: ritual um, right now. I've gone through that phase and I I've created the reality that I want. I'm maintaining it and adjusting it, doing the things I want. So I really just do, you know, 24 to 30 minutes of meditation, sometimes a little bit, but once a day, and I always do a sleep meditation at night, but I do that meditation right after I've done my energy exercises. And I like to do it out in the sun. If I can do it out in the sun with my feet in the ground, that's even better.
0: You mean your well, meditation outside? My med- I
1: do the meditation when I'm meditating, after yeah. I've exercised. I'm in the sun, oh, uh, you know, beautiful. on the days that I have sun. I, I want the sun to be shining on my face. Yeah. You know, um, it's even if I, you know, uh, if I, if I'm just wearing a swimsuit, that's fine. Whatever, as much yeah. sun as, and, and, and I, you know, learned from Abraham, I kind of always start, I'm open, I'm receptive, I'm listening. Uh, I really like to open myself up before I start to do any other meditational practice. If I'm trying to create my reality and it's, uh, I want to jump into a universe. It's something that I've really experimented on and I've gotten really um, good at it. And I've learned some of the side effects of it. And and so uh, I will <laughs> I do love
0: that. The side effects. Well, of yeah, it. you know,
1: uh, when I you, know, but when... the
0: way you say it is adorable.
1: Well, when <laughs> when I'm, when I say that here, it is, if, 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 You wake up and you have uh, a giant vase of china vase, or uh, if you have a some new statue in the middle of your room that you've never seen before. Yeah. Okay. The um, everything is on a very minute level. Your reactions go out like even one second can change your reality. Yeah. You're constantly jumping into reality. So, uh, what I found is I started really becoming able to move into parallel realities. Yeah. But as soon as you see something that's out of whack, that's not right, you know, like Kanye West being married to Kim Kardashian. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm just joking. But something <laughs> so shocking, right? Yeah. Something so shock that you your immediate reaction pulls you back to the other reality. Yeah. It's why ninety nine point nine percent of people who actually learn this don't effectively jump into a timeline that sustains itself where you have a, this transformation. So, uh, I, I start seeing things all the time and I just didn't act like it's no big deal. Yeah. And I've even trained myself on a regular basis, but I'll do that. Um, I'll do the quantum jump. Um, I went through a period of time and I think that everybody can go through a, like a, a phase that where you change it up. I, I don't necessarily believe doing the same meditation every day is effective for some people it is, but not for me. Yeah, I'm I'm constantly changing and adapting it. You can see that with my (laughs) meditations. There is not one meditation. I'm not the dude that's going to do 30 days the same meditation. I can find the power of that meditation within a couple of days. Um, So I'm constantly changing it up and improving and trying to make it better and transforming it, moving to another level. Um, And so a lot of what I'm doing on the channel is me going through my own personal exploration and come with me. I'm creating this meditation because I want to go do it out in the sun, but I'm, yeah. I want you to join me. And so a lot of that, that uh, people are, find that pretty appealing.
0: Yeah, I, I love doing that. I I One of my values I realized in the last year was that I have this aspect of me that's a mad scientist that likes to just experiment and try things. So I'll actually work with my clients. Like yesterday, I was like, hey, can we try something? Right. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yes. Yeah. I do feel that like people who are in service to other people like you and I, like Mm. we, we we're only as good as the people around us. And Mm. as, good as we are, like we have to be healthy and we have to be going through that process Mm -hmm. too. So I love, I love how you're saying that. That's so, that's so cool. I got to ask you a question because Mm -hmm. we, or not so much ask you a question because we kind of started discussing it before we went, before we started recording, but I would love to know and hear your perspective, your feelings, your everything about psychic readings because i actually yeah. had asked you would you like one and you're like no that's okay and i am so grateful for you for saying that and um people have the right to say no you know i don't think people realize yeah. they can say no but i want to know why like i want to sure. know like so learn so, me learn so me. So the,
1: the uh, overlying philosophy to start with yeah you can find it in neville goddard and reality transurfing. surfing both of them will tell you if you uh, that 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 Tarot, astrology, or any model of prophecy will lock you into a timeline. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the prophecy or the reading itself will lock you into it, even if you hear it offhand, even if for the moment you hear it offhand. So um, all possible realities are available to you. Right. Uh, the, the amazing thing that, that that I'm I'm still super fascinated by all of it, the tarot yeah. and astrology and all those archetypes. If you listen to the Law of One material, right. what what they're saying is yes, this stuff does predict the future, and I've seen it. Okay, I know that when I look at my timelines in a space with my higher self, there's like one reality that's like 89.9 percent. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a couple over over here. There's one. There's some very I can see the the percentages, like yeah. most of the realities will go to this one. That's the one I can predict for someone else. Right. But I want to have those other ones available to yeah. me. I want to have those available to me. So um I just learned that, you know, I I, I can, my higher self is guiding them. Intuition is guiding. Me. But if I'm locked in on a reality that I want, I kind of don't want someone telling me, oh, you're this, you could do this or something. But on the other hand, the other part of it is how powerful this information is in understanding the archetype of God in the law of one material. They explain that when the solar systems created, each logos or sun ha- creates has its own version of the one creator with an archetype. Yeah. And each of those archetypes, the, the magician, the fool, the lovers, all those are archetypes that are a part of our very much like Neville Goddard states that we enter into. We are all the fool. That goes. The fool becomes the empress. The fool becomes the magician. We all we are all the fool to begin with. Yeah. And so meditating. I'm going to start having some meditation on the tarot cards.
0: Beautiful.
1: Just meditating on them, yeah. not using it as a as a way to see. It gives me a different sort of information that yeah. goes beyond the what's happening in my future. All I have is now. Now is all that exists. Those future, everything is possible to me. So yeah. I'm fascinated. I want to learn more. And I, lo- I look at the, the, uh, you know, the Egyptian versions. There's the, the different versions of the tarot. I look at all of the places where the um, horoscope comes from and the 12 powers. And I'm super fascinated by breaking down the is the archetypes breaking down in 22 sections or 24. And, and I, I, I want to read them all because yeah. I think that when we... When we encompass these archetypes, really meditate on them and become them, that that's when we have the ability to maneuver through any reality. Because we, some of those realities are not available to us because they're so limited, because we have not taken on the archetype right. or had an understanding of that archetype for us to move to that level. Right. Does that make sense? Do you make, to I'm me, saying? it
0: makes complete. Right. Sense, but that's but I, also- I think
1: it's absolutely very powerful for certain people at a certain level. You'll get soul information that you already yeah. knew. A lot of times what you're getting information with this is stuff that you already know. And I think that there are some people it's incredibly powerful. It's yeah. very important information that they need. I just it's so I'm not saying that all tarot is bad. And I'm right. not saying, you know, when Mercury's in retrograde, you know, but I personally don't care when Mercury's <laughs> in retrograde, right? But some people, they need to know, right? I yeah. understand all the aspects to it. And it's a personal decision I made, because I had a few times when I had a reading, and it locked it in, like yeah. it locked it in, and things started happening. And, and, and I felt in I in my own reaction and response to it, I let it I, I sort of found myself into the stream of that 89% probability. It's, that's the only reason, but I think that it, I I could sit and discuss, I want to, I think that we all are all those aspects of the, of the tarot. We we are all the major arcana and, and we all are also, we're not just, I'm not just a Leo. I'm also all the are versions. Are you a Leo? The,
0: You're I'm something. a Leo. High five, sir Leo. All
1: right. <laughs> I'm not just a Leo. I am a Virgo. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm yeah. all that stuff, and yeah. I want to. I want to encompass all of that stuff because I think yeah. it's a part of my power. Yeah. The part of who I am. The Neville Goddard material. We are all one. We all come from the same source. We are all one. I am God. You are God. We are all God. We're just limiting ourselves to this little path in this little place. So that's the only reason I said, I, you know, you, you can read anything you want. That's cool. But I just don't want to know about my future. Is I all, you love know that.
0: I love that because I think I, I, I'm not your typical psychic. And I think I have that's a big challenge that I have in regards to relaying that message to other people because I get boxed as this psychic and I'm not your typical regular psychic. And I think people get frustrated with me when I give them readings because I won't give Mm -hmm. them answers. I won't say yes or no. I won't say do this or do that. You know i literally the way energy works is it's fluid
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know that's why when you're talking about mercury and retrograde i'm like yeah i'm not going to be held hostage by a celestial planet no thank you i'm sorry yeah. yes with astrology they have you know a pinpoint this date this time but energy doesn't stick to a nice, neat Tiffany box. It's just, it's fluid. So, you know, everything that I say, and I always like, I made a session prep video for my clients. Like, look, first of all, I'm human, which means I'm interpreting information off of data waves. So I could be wrong. Like, look, I could be wrong. And second of all, you, you were gifted free will. That's one of the the beautiful Mm -hmm. things about the third dimension, physical realities, you can always make your choices. So I can give you a potential timeline and a possibility, but really it's up to you. And they get frustrated with me. They're like, I want to know. And I'm like, I can't tell you that, you know, here's what I can say. You know, I can feel like, you know, there's maybe some misalignment in this area. So that's how I typically work, you know, and then people make their own choices and decisions based off of that. So I frustrate a lot of people, which I'm totally cool with. And most of the time I don't need cards. I use cards because people like it and they're used to it. And that's, it's familiar to them. But I I do find in full transparency that I do get limited and trapped if I do use a card, because my intuition Mm -hmm. is saying all these other things. So, I I completely I completely agree with you. But I do get readings. But I also want to feel like I'm empowered. Right. Like I can create my reality. I don't I don't want to be trapped. I want to be liberated. I want to feel unlimited. Yeah. And it's learned. just that
1: per, my personal that voice inside of me is just right now at this moment saying, "I love that." Don't listen to that. Yeah. It's not going to be helpful to you. But it's not out of disrespect. It's no, you know, it's just not a at all. And choice, I'm not right? offended.
0: I am not right. offended. I love how you were like, "No, that's cool." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I I did get my ass kicked one time so bad it was on yeah. stage. There were three hundred and fifty people. I did. I, I went into the lion's den, Brian. But I right. knew what I was doing. It was a scientific and a magician. It was a Houdini science seance. It was like this whole thing and and I was there to lead the official Houdini seance they did a magic show Houdini seance and then I and I couldn't connect and I told them look look you know the odds are higher that I'm not going to connect with Houdini than I would and I couldn't however I was giving messages to people who I didn't realize and and right after my my 20 minutes big huge stage production A magician came up and basically said, like, just rip me a new asshole, saying I was lying. I was doing all that, you know, like, like I do this on purpose, which I don't. And then I had to excuse myself after his speech because I was like, oh, my God, I'm in a room with 350 people and they're ripping me a new asshole, telling me I'm a a shill. (laughs) I'm a shyster and all this stuff. And this woman runs after me, Terry, Terry, Terry. And she says, you had my brother. Everything you said, you had my brother. And I was oh, like, wow. Oh my God, this, this made the whole thing worth it. Right. The whole thing. I don't care that I got my right. asshole ripped open. I'm like, no, 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 this is it. So, you know, I, and that's the thing is like.
1: I think it's, it's different for interpreting,
0: being an interpreter
1: of the yeah. death of the dead. You know, sometimes just people are not, they're too anxious. They would not be able to hear that voice, yeah. but the, the dead wants to speak. Yeah. The dead definitely <laughs> wants to send a message. Not all the time. Yeah. I think that's completely different. I think there's a place. I think that more and more there's going to be certain people that are going to be adept at communicating
0: yeah.
1: um, with the dead, and and it's going to change things. You know, my yeah. sister uh, went through this when her first husband died. It was in a shocking and terrible way, and she went everywhere to to talk with him. And I know I through her journey I understood, you know. And there's a part of me. Fortunately, I really wanted to talk to my dad, right? Yeah. Um. And 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 eventually I was in a dream. I felt like I did, but nice. some people they need that.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh.
1: You know, they really just need that. It could be can, just a, a one sentence.
0: Can you imagine? Well, you're you're a parent. You're a yeah. father, so you know. I mean, imagine losing your child, God forbid. You know. And right. I've, I've helped so many. You know, parents get in touch with their children. And they got that sense of closure and comfort. And that's all I cared about was me. So my question
1: to you, have you asked the dead about the afterlife?
0: Um, I haven't, you know, I've, I've asked when it's like individual, like what their experience was in terms of transitioning from earth suit, I call it earth suit, from earth right. suit to non earth suit. But in, in regards to like what, no, I haven't. I mean, yeah. I haven't done this whole research type thing. I'll be honest, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I'm more interested in bringing peace and comfort to somebody versus like, you know, doing all that research. I, I mean, if somebody wanted to put together some sort of research project, I would, I would consider it, but I don't think it's right. something that I feel like it's this big need that I have to do. However, and you're probably a great person to chat with us about. I am totally and completely intrigued with near-death experiences.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. You
0: had one, didn't you?
1: Uh, well, I didn't have a near-death experiences. I could have died. Somebody shot me and the bullet bounced off the back. But I didn't Got actually. It. So I felt the, the emotional effects. But I didn't actually die. Die so, and
0: then come back. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. that
1: still fascinates me too.
0: Fascinates me.
1: Fascinates um, you know, I talked to... Um, a psychic that said that she wrote a book about it, that she's able to see what happens when somebody dies and everybody it's always the same. There's the family pet shows up that, that, you know, everybody kind of even shows up in the same places around. And it doesn't matter if it's an instantaneous death, they all show up. Yeah. And I, I found that super fascinating. Yeah,
0: I do too. All of that, all of that. I want to actually (laughs) talk to somebody who's been dead and then came back.
1: Right. Julie Ryan was the one I interviewed. The she um Julie
0: Ryan. Okay. Yeah.
1: She's pretty good about that. That's you know, some people have a specialty. Um they'll sit with people when they die and um you know they're they can see it. So um yeah
0: personally I'm in transition with so much right now that I can't get my bearings. Karen (laughs) always every year she's like give me productions for 20 for the following year. So it's like Karen, the, the energy is so fluid. I, I don't feel confident or comfortable. And she's like, can you just give something? So I was able to break out just by quarter, you know, and just kind of like ideas. But for me, it's more individual than the collective at this point. I myself it's have really looked at
1: the future weird. timeline.
0: Yeah. This
1: 2021 and it's chaos. I mean, it's unpredictable. At this point, there's too much chaos. I, I think that, that uh, I will be interested in seeing psychics make predictions. Yeah. Because they're bullshitting.
0: I feel only thing I was able to really pick up was that it's going to be a year of major discernment
1: for definite wisdom will be learned we're going to clearly from what we're experiencing today and I'm talking to you when the U.S. Capitol has been invaded bombs have been found people have been shot in the U.S. Capitol stopped uh, a constitutional process Uh, I don't care what side of your, yeah, political it's not even politics anymore. On.
0: It's not politics it's not, anymore. It's you kidding. know, it's
1: really, it's sad because you see the pendulum. You see the pendulums yeah. in action yeah. and they can't be saved from the pendulum. These pendulum zombies on in both sides, politics has just become... It's important because we, you and I are in service to others. And yeah. one of the easiest way to be of service is is through the political system. You can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. There's this sort of like uh, in our spiritual community, either the conspiritu- um, conspirituality yeah. which is the group <laughs> that is the, you know, that are to the extreme woo-woo and, you know, the, the lizards and the vampires and, <laughs> and, and, and that were, and then there's yeah. the other just, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to ignore it. And I don't, and I, I think that that's unfortunate. And, and yeah. I, I am guilty of that because I, I, uh, I want to have an open tent for the people that come and share with my podcast. I'm not making political messages in my podcast yeah. generally. Yeah. And I want people to feel like it's an inclusive community that this is not us versus them. So I have purposely chosen as much as I, I can't help it on Facebook sometimes no. or on Twitter sometimes. Uh, to talk about it but it's something as a political science major that it's you know it's it's running through my mind I I can feel the grapples of the pendulum that's pulling us yeah Uh, but right now it's so extreme and so crazy I don't know what's going to happen there's too many possibilities
0: there's so many and and that's that's I mean I have made predictions but I I I I they're gonna change within seconds flat. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. They're gonna change within seconds flat. You know, it's like
1: I could give you the feeling if I yeah, wanted to give it. you a proper prophecy. I could tell you the exact feeling yeah. that's about to come. And and part of it is going to be a relief. There's going to be I, I feel a big like like a, a relief. Yeah. A, a relief. And I don't know how that's going to play out, but there's going to yeah. be this overwhelming relief period.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that I feel coming in, the, in, in in February. I feel that. I wouldn't say that, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Do you feel that too? I I, I feel like there's a relief that's coming. I
0: I think I felt, I called it recovery and sort of a healing period, but I I predicted for whatever, you know, whatever intents and purposes that is, like I predicted um, more towards the summer. Like end right. of spring, more towards the summer. But you know, that could change, Brian. You know, I want you, how you this to works. play a
1: fun game though. And I want you to imagine because there yeah. this is gonna be fun. There's gonna be a period of time coming oh, in the yeah. future oh, when yeah. politics have calmed down. Yes. Everything returns to normal yes. and people are healthy. Yes. There's no more virus. People yeah. don't have to wear masks. We can go to a rock concert. Oh, it's is... <laughs> stand in a group. And so what's going to happen is a certain level of gratitude oh, yeah. is going to happen. It's going to be blasted out numerously yeah. all the time. People are going to do things that they took for granted before. Oh, yeah. And they're going to go to the movie theater and sit next to somebody and not not feel stressed. Yes. And 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 it this this gratitude blanket, it's going to spread out. And it yeah. may not be until 2022. But I I can feel it. I feel that there's it's this point happening. that people are going to realize wow, we had it made and we're back to it. And there's going to be this gratitude wave that's going to happen. I'm excited for that.
0: I and, am too. And that's... I talk
1: about in the end of my book, uh, and the reason I don't want to be too predicting, I believe that we can create a future that overcomes yeah. every single problem, yeah. including environmental problems like global warming. Yeah. I think there's spiritual answers to everything that's ex- that's going on right now. I agree. And, and uh, what we're seeing is... Uh, People are seeing what other people are going through and they're feeling it in themselves. Yeah. And so that's the big change that, you know, when in in political situations in the past. Yeah. There is a group mind that's forming a social memory complex that is discussed in Law of One. The future of humanity is this group mind where we have access to all of our incarnations together in this sort of this massive uh, uh, conscious Akashic record. And I see what we're going through now.
0: Yeah
1: as the beginning birthing period of that. Yeah. And so I am excited. I see a future that is where if we live long enough we can live forever. The medical technology is advancing. We see how we came up with uh we came up with multiple vaccines for an incredibly complex virus immediately remember what they went through with aids and how hard that was and what we did now and this is all speeding up so we're going to be a point where genetic problems can be overcome people are going to live for a very long time and abundance is going to increase for everybody people are going to understand the power of their mind and i have this future that i see
0: yeah
1: um there's going to be the bad part, but it's going to split off. Like the new earth part is really this positive, powerful path that we're moving towards. And I think, and and this may be what my next book's about it's in the next year, I'll have one, but I, this, I, I, my call to everybody is take responsibility for the new earth. It's on us and you, we have to take actions. We have to say things. We have to be loving. We have to teach the lessons. We can pull everybody towards that future.
0: Yeah.
1: But we have a responsibility to do it. We can't just sit back and watch the world just itself and collapse we may think other people are working on this you are working on this it is up to you right now if you use your mind to imagine lovingly for this planet in a proper way and really understand the power of your heart and mind we can change the world and we can move to that new earth the new earth is only an idea right now yeah. but we can create it and 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 so eventually the other the other parts of the earth where people are constantly in anxiety and fear are slowly just going to go away. It's just going to be something that will disappear. Maybe it is another place, but uh as we continue to focus on this and understand it, that's my mission. I believe that we create it now. Yeah. And I'm putting the call out that we can create this wonderful new future if we understand that we're all one and we move beyond the the divisions and race, uh, and race anxieties and all of the different problems. I think that's going to happen as we open ourselves up to understanding through other people's eyes and seeing and understanding other people's experiences.
0: Yeah. I'm with you on that, Brian. I'm so with you on that. It is that law of one. It that's what it is. When we Mm -hmm. heal ourselves, we're healing everyone. You well, the,
1: the law of one material is, is talking scientifically about this stuff, yeah. as if they already know. Yeah. And they're saying in other civilizations around the universe, once a, a society forms that social memory complex and science understands the law of one, that's when... The, everything changes that's when we can travel faster than the speed of light that's when 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 all resources become abundant we can create yeah. like in star trek star yes. trek is a real thing we can we can create food everybody can have anything they want it, once we understand the power of the one and, and we use this power and scientifically hey we can instantaneously create objects and experiences and do anything anything's possible this is a real thing this is not woo-woo no, Imagine this is not woo,
0: people. A civilization reaches a
1: point where they where they hit the mark and they realize that, that, that where the spirituality and science converge and the one power is becomes a technology.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what, you know, in the law of one exactly. material, they say that that happened on Venus, um, you know, and Venus tried to help us out, right? But who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by it. I'm but fa- I, I, I mean... have this view of it and I think it's... That's what yeah. I see in the future. That's the future I'm predicting.
0: Yeah, I feel it. I feel it with you. I feel okay. it with you. I'm more clairsentient than I am clairvoyant, so I feel it more. Right. See it, but I, I you, right. see and I feel, I
1: feel that. I think it's a choice are. for everybody. <laughs> I, I think it's a choice. I think yeah, that people are going to realize at some point that I had a choice all along. All along. And I, you, you are hearing me now. You know that now is the time to make the choice. You're not going to just get lucky and you're not picked to go to the new earth. You create it now. And all of us together, creating it together is when it's unstoppable, like a big snowball rolling down the hill, just getting bigger and bigger. Nothing can stop us when we understand this. So that's the mission with my podcast to teach people these lessons. That's what you're doing is, and and it's what all these people are doing. And when we clarify this mission and continue to work on it. I'm super excited for what the future can hold, no doubt. Brian, how am I
0: supposed (laughs) to say goodbye? I mean, we're not really saying goodbye. It's hard to end this, but we're ending on a high note. So Brian, I can't thank you enough for coming and and conversing with me and chatting with me and having you here on the portal. And everybody who's listening, please buy his book, join the group. All of the things, I'm going to make sure that all of his contact information and all of his goodies and the fun stuff about Brian are down below in the description center so that you can join in the party too. You're going to want to, because you're going to miss a great, great, you know, new way of life. So you want to join. It's a family.
1: Join us. Teach me. me. I want to be taught.
0: Yes. I'm telling everybody I
1: am learning from you. I want you to teach me. I am not all knowing. I'm just, just a, a relator of information yeah so and, i want and, that's that's what we've done with the group i think yeah. it's a family and i want people to come and, and share your experiences and, and together yes, um, we can make this happen we can it's a this. reality revolution
0: it is it is thank you so much <laughs> brian i love it and everybody thank you for watching and you know what i always say stay connected stay connected to yourself stay connected to your friends and family and of course you can stay connected to me and i'll see ya on the flip side i hope you enjoyed today's podcast join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences we'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate authentic and entertaining approach towards spirituality personal development wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and to get updates about future episodes. And join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.